go. Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It, sh- it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you, motivate you, and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and, and not be afraid to say, go, go ahead, check my background. My name is J. Dan Gum, and this is is background check you already know let's go you can check my background i'm a forgiving felon so tell them that i won't back down now you can bet i won't live in regret it's time to earn some respect you are tuning in to background check hey everyone welcome to background check podcast i'm your host Jaden gum and we believe that your background shouldn't hold you back it should pay you back and this uh, this podcast is brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with the past realize their future. We got some great things happening in the future of Forgiven Felons. Right now, we're kind of in our last uh, year or so, or transition year of of uh, helping people get out of prison through reentry housing. And we got some cool things happening in the future. So we're going to be focusing more on permanent housing. But we still have, you know, we still we're still trying to help some guys with the reentry housing. So don't. Don't fret, especially you guys that we've committed to already. You're you're uh, you're on board. So if we haven't answered you back and you've been writing in, especially people from the Echo that have been seeing our name in the Echo, uh, be patient with us because we don't know exactly what we're going to do yet. We got our lease is ending this uh, next next May, and so we won't be in this house anymore, this duplex. So uh, you may get an answer back saying we have room in this one, but if not, we got to wait till we get the next one. So. Anyway, we got some, uh, let's see, what other announcements? Man, um, we're going to be at the Kyle unit. I want to be going there and speaking at Chaz Roberts' class. Chaz used to be at the Hughes unit, and uh, he's doing amazing things. He did amazing things there with the basketball tournament. He's at the Kyle unit now, and I'm, I'm looking forward to connecting with him again and saying hi to everybody in that program, man. So I uh, can't wait to see you guys. Hey, listen, spread the word, you know, um, Wherever you are, in prison, out of prison, we have a huge following out of prison. But whether you're in prison or out of prison, just share this podcast. I, I dare you to share this podcast. I challenge you to share it with somebody this week. Somebody this week. We don't have a guest on this week, but share the podcast, especially if you listen to a lot of them and you know what some of them are about. I promise you, you have somebody in your life, in your sphere, that could use one of these episodes because we cover a wide variety of topics. So thanks again for listening. Um, first of all, I want to say I apologize to everyone who has a family member that was affected um, by who died and gave their life for our country. Last, last week, I did not say Happy Memorial Day. And I just want to take the time to remember and honor everyone who gave, gave their life in service for our country, for the freedoms that we have, for me to talk on this microphone, for you to listen Somebody gave their life. And I want to I say to all you families that have lost a loved one in, uh, in the line of duty with our military and even law enforcement, but I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, two years, June 5th, 2020 was when we launched. And so we've been doing this two years now. I was thinking about that, and I just, I just couldn't believe that we've been going. You know, when I first started 
uh, connecting with Zach Babcock of Underdog Empowerment, who also did time in prison. He, he I took his little course on podcasting, and he said most people get burned out of podcasting after 13 episodes. And I was like, wow, there's no way. I like, I like to talk too much. And here we are. This is the 94th episode. Wow. You know, two years, we should have 100 and what is that, 104? But we've taken some weeks off, you know, because I need it. And uh, we may take uh, a summer break off of a month and come back with season three. So, but we got some good ones lined up. And, uh, but thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. And, um, man, I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. I believe, I believe this show is just going to get bigger and bigger and we're going to have better, more guests on. And, and if you're listening in prison, in jail, connect with me when you get out. Go to forgivenfelons.org, find my phone number, text me, go, hey, I listen to podcast in prison. I want to share my story. I want to hear your story. Everybody needs to hear your story. All right. Well, whenever I was thinking about celebrating and making this be a celebratory episode and bringing somebody on, um, it, it was really kind of curtailed by what happened last week with the uh, elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. So I'm sure even though even though all you guys in prison uh, and, and even other states have probably already heard about it, but um, last Tuesday, week ago Tuesday, an 18-year-old kid went into an elementary school through an unlocked door and uh, killed, killed, I think, 19 students and a teacher. And I was already scheduled the next morning on Wednesday morning to volunteer for to be a dad at the door. And I've done dad at the door a lot. That's always a fun time, you know. But that morning, that Wednesday morning after that Tuesday shooting. It wasn't as fun. Even though I had a good time, I was more on guard than anything else. I was watching every kid that came through that door because my elementary school that my kids go to, that's the age group. Second, third grade are my kids. And I saw every kid walk in the, walk in the schoolyard, and, and some of them may not even know what happened. They're, they're probably trying to figure out why is there extra police at our school today? Why is there, why are there crazy things going on at our school today? Some of them probably, probably were shielded from what happened. But I knew what happened. And in my heart and in my mind, every time I fist bumped those kids and said, good morning, have a great day, in my heart, I was saying, I got your back today. I got your back. You know, and after about five, ten minutes of doing dad at the door, a um, police officer, police officer came and stood at the door with me. And it was really neat. Because the last time I stood that long at a door with a police officer was when I was being arrested for DWI in this same town, Waxahachie, that I live in now. And it was a Sallyport door <laughs> headed into jail. And and that, and that police officer had no idea he was standing there greeting these kids with a convicted felon next to him. But that day, we had one purpose in mind. 
to watch over those kids. And I, I dare anybody to come to that door when me and that police officer was watching. But, you know, my heart broke as I watched my own kids walk to the door, other kids, their friends, knowing that that's the age group that was killed by that 18-year-old kid. And I'm not going to get off into the politics of this. This is not what this is, what I'm, my, it's not my purpose for talking about it. Our nation needs Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's how political I get. We need Jesus, everybody. The Democrats need Jesus. The Republicans need Jesus. The inmates need Jesus. The, uh, the outmates out here need Jesus. Everybody needs Jesus. We need more of Jesus. But I just wanted to, I, we're going to pray over them and lift them up. But I, I saw a bunch of, bunch of mean stuff online, politicians reacting, uh, calling each other names, people posting nasty stuff on, on social media. And I just thought, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go stand guard at my school and volunteer and protect that way. And then later that day at noon, 1230, I went to the Juvenile Justice Alternative Education Program school for uh, junior high and high school. These are eighth grade to 11th grade. I think there was a senior in there. These are guys that are in high school for different various high schools throughout the county that have screwed up, that have actually committed crimes, you know, like bringing a gun to school, knives to school, weapons. Um, assault. So one of them even had a sex crime. I mean, these are guys that have committed crimes, and this school is their last chance before they actually go to juvenile, to TYC. And I thought, okay, these guys, these guys that I'm talking to today are are going to soon be the age of this 18 year old kid who shot up in elementary school. So is there something that I can say to them instead of online on social media? Can I, can I speak the name of Jesus into them instead of call people names like our immature politicians are doing and a lot of, a lot of people I know on social media are doing? And so I decided to do something about it in a different way. And... I don't, I don't know where you stand. I don't care where you stand. But just know wherever you stand, make, make it plain. Make it simple. Make it where people know where you stand. And I'm on the side of I'm going to do what I can. Our politicians have already proven that they're not going to get much done. So why sit there and just babble about what they're not doing, why they hate each other? When I can go volunteer and be a dad at the door and protect those kids. When I can go volunteer at a juvenile school, alternative juvenile school, and speak life into these kids so they don't they don't grow up to be an 18-year-old kid who comes back with a gun to the school. Oh man. This one th- this one really got me. But all I know is that God did not get surprised by this. He wasn't up there going, oh, this caught me off guard. 
I don't know why this was allowed to happen, but I know there's pure evil in the world and there's pure good. And I know that somehow, some way, God's going to bring some good out of this situation. And it does, it does no good to argue about gun control, any of that stuff right now. But I do want to pray over Uvalde, the city, the school, the, the law enforcement, the families of the one who lost their kids. I want to lift them all up, the teachers. I want to lift them all up. I want to lift up that police officer that came and stood with me at Dad's at the door. I want to, I want to lift up every single one of those 11 young men who were in the alternative juvenile school that I came to talk to. I want to lift them all up. So will you join me? Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. It's a weird thank you because we're thanking you in a time that is, there's been great loss, great confusion. And Lord, we, we can't even wrap our brains around this. But we know you're a sovereign God. We know you're in control. And we ask you to be with the kings that you've allowed to be put in place on this earth, the local kings, the national kings, but also, Lord, let your, let your spiritual kingdom kings rise up. Let your, you let your kings rise up and be elected officials. Let your kings rise up and be volunteers at dads at the door. Let your kings rise up and go pour into the lives of these alternative schools. Lord, your kingdom, we need kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We need that now more than ever. We need it now more than ever. Lord, we lift up the families of the ones who lost loved ones, brothers, sisters. Lift up the moms, the dads. Lord, we lift up those four kids who lost their mom as the teacher, and then, the, and then shortly after that, lost their dad by a heart attack, Lord. Lord, we ask you to send a savior, mom and dad, to help raise those kids. Lord, we lift up the chief of police, all the law enforcement involved, the DPS, Lord, Texas Rangers. Lord, there's a lot of confusion right now about the timeline, what happened, what didn't happen. These stories are changing, Lord. It's so confusing, and it's hard to wrap our heads around what happened because we don't even know. And we ask you to bring some peace and order to the chaos. We ask you to step in and manifest the truth. Manifest the truth, Lord. Where there might be deception, where there might be, I don't know, Lord. I just don't know. It's very confusing. And we need you to help make sense of it all. Lord, we ask you to bring peace amongst the politicians. Lord, with temperatures running hot, nothing is going to get done. No solution can come when people are calling each other names. No solution can come when the temperatures are this high. So, Lord, we ask you to bring a peace to everyone involved and let the truth manifest. Lord, I lift up that police officer that served with me at Dad's at the door. I thank you that he came up there to help me watch over those kids. Bless him and his family, Lord. Lord, I lift up every one of those 11 young boys 
young men that I got to speak to. Lord, let them know that you created, you, your original intent for them were to be kings for the kingdom. And Satan is out to, to destroy that mindset. Lord, I pray that they all get second chances. I pray that their mindset changes. I pray that the mentors and the teachers at that school find creatively find ways to impact their lives forever in a good way. Lord, we thank you for two years of telling stories. For two years, Lord, thank you so much. Take us to another level. Take us to another level, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless all the families who've lost loved ones in the line of duty in our military. Thank you, Lord, for them giving the ultimate sacrifice. And Lord, we can't, we can't end this prayer without thanking you for giving the ultimate sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, our nation needs Jesus now more than ever. I need you, Jesus, now more than ever. Show yourself in a real way to everyone. Lord, I lift up every listener to you right now. I pray you meet them where they are, whether they're in a car, their home, working out in a jail cell, in a prison cell, or behind a warden desk, wherever they are listening, Lord. I pray you intervene in their life. Meet them at their needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen, we got a great interview next week for Background Check Podcast. This this month, I ain't taking a break yet, but this month is going to be good. Father's Day episode is going to be great. We got a lady coming up from Michigan that's going to be on the next episode. She's doing a lot of good work up there in Michigan. Um, so thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody. And if you have a chance and you have an Apple podcast, go on there and write a review. Scroll to the bottom of the episodes where it says uh, uh, reviews and click on write a review. All right. Thank y'all. Y'all have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast, brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past realize their future. For more information, please visit ForgivenFelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm J.D. Gum, and this has been Background Check.